You're listening to DraftKings Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Attention, all Goat Guns enthusiasts! Have you seen what Sarge has released recently? These new models and attachments are sure to excite you. Outfit your desk with these meticulously crafted gun models. Guaranteed to exceed your expectations. We'll buy them back up to 100 days. Don't miss out on the opportunity to add these stunning pieces to your collection. Visit GoatGuns.com now to see our new releases. All right, Billy, this is a fun game. Mikey A is going to enjoy this game. I think Mikey A is going to enjoy this game. God bless football, by the way, Billy Gill. God bless football, Stu Gats. Thank you. You left out Mikey A. Well, I didn't didn't know if you were going to then say God bless football, Mikey A, and then Mikey A said football to you. We're out of practice, yeah. Usually it's me to you, you to whoever else is there, and then, you know, it gets to the end and they go back to me. I'll take it, sure. We're not out of practice. We just did it on Monday. I mean, (laughs) yeah. Hey, you weren't there Monday. Well, for the for the open. We've been doing it for two years, Mike. You want to try again? God Go bless football, Stu Guts. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait, keep try. this all in. Let's try yeah, it again. Yeah, 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 try it again. All right. God bless football, Billy Gill. God bless football, Mike Golick. What? Jesus. <laughs> Golick's not here right now. Oh. I mean, oh, you God have a stupid yay. face. <laughs> <laughs> God bless football, Mikey. Eh? <laughs> God bless football, Stu Guts. All right, this is a uh, this is a funny game, Billy, because there are a bunch of DeAndre Jordans out there. Okay, <laughs> like, the Nets got Kevin Durant simply because they had DeAndre Jordan on their team because DeAndre Jordan is best friends with Kevin Durant. There are some best friends of some big time quarterbacks that are available uh, for offensive coordinator jobs. All right, so Billy, you'll love this because the Jets are attached to all of these names. And I can't believe that the Jets of all teams have put themselves in a position where they're good enough where maybe two of two of the three guys I'm about to mention would consider playing for the New York Jets. Maybe one. I'll take one. It doesn't matter. Uh, but here you go. All right. You have Byron Leftwich. He was let go as the Buccaneers offensive coordinator. All right. Now, Leftwich won a Super Bowl. With Tom Brady. Brady's done with the Buccaneers, it looks like. Uh, Leftwich and Brady are very, very close. And so, that's an option, I think, for the New York Jets, if indeed they want to get themselves Tom Brady. It gets better. Nathaniel Hackett is also available. 
That is Aaron Rodgers' guy. You hire him, you have the inside track to Aaron Rodgers, all right? And now, Greg Roman, Ravens offensive coordinator. He has been let go. Now, I don't know if that's a good thing for Baltimore or if it's a good thing for teams that want to pursue Lamar Jackson. So that is the game. Mikey A., are you excited about this? Because it appears that if we can get one of these OCs, we get the quarterback to come along with it. How about that? You know what? It's it's such Jets' way of thinking to think that if we get one of these OCs that we're going to get the quarterback, and what we're going to end up with is the OC without the quarterback. Right, with Zach Wilson. Yes. (laughs) Some guy going in there going, I can fix Zach Wilson, and I'm going, yeah, do that. Yeah. Uh, It does make some sense, though. I mean, uh, listen, with Baltimore, I am not certain. Is that Lamar Jackson? Because the offense has not been great, okay? Uh, Especially this past year. So is that Lamar saying, hey, I'm done with Greg Roman, let's move on, right? Or is that Greg Roman, you know, being let go of his duties and responsibilities? And maybe, for all we know, Mike, Lamar Jackson and Greg Roman get along very, very well, and Lamar would consider going wherever Roman goes. So... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good positive step for the Ravens or a good positive step for another team. I have no idea. I don't know the relationship. I do know that Rodgers swears by Hackett and Brady swears by Leftwich. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, you are just setting yourself up for another offseason of doomed failure. Yeah, yeah. We're going to end up with Derek Carr. Right? None of them have a relationship with him. We suck. <laughs> I would rather Derek Carr than any of those OCs without the quarterback. I would, uh, and by the way, the Dolphins might be in play. I mean, Leftwich could come to to Miami. Uh, Billy, I don't know how you feel about that, but there's no way the Dolphins can make any sort of decision here on Tua. So maybe maybe Leftwich comes to Miami. Maybe Hackett comes to Miami. Maybe Rodgers comes to Miami. Maybe Brady comes to Miami. I happen to think that Tom Brady will be playing quarterback for the Dolphins next year, and I can't believe I'm saying this. Mm. I think Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett are going to be with the Jets. I do. Really You're a lot. Why? Why am I a lot? I'm a Billy. I'm I'm starving for a quarterback. I'm desperate. Are you saying I, that just because that's exactly what Favre did? Spend uh, all his good years well, in Green Bay, come to the Jets for a year, and then leave? But Mike, tell me that eight and one start with Favre was not the greatest time of your life. It was life. amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> Let me ask you something. If the Jets would have made the playoffs this year and gotten bounced in the first round, how would you have viewed the season? Positive. Yeah. A big positive. Big yeah. positive. Was yeah. this a positive season in general? No. No. no I mean, it was one, one game difference. Yeah, but it's the worst kind of season. We have we did, we're good enough. We were good enough to almost make the playoffs, but not quite good enough to make the playoffs. And we have no idea if Zach Wilson's any good. It was a we, we we do have that idea, Stu. Gods, let's yeah. stop pretending we don't have that. Idea. We we know that answer. Right. No, you're <laughs> right, Mikey. You're right. <laughs> The worst thing you could do is pretend you don't know the answer. I'm still holding out hope. I I am. I mean, okay. Well, Flacco probably has a couple throws left in that arm, though, doesn't he, Stu Gatz? Listen, I hope not. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I hope the arm just said, Joe, I got no more throws left. Oh, it said that. That's that's what they're going to do. (laughs) They're going to get Greg Roman and pair him with Joe Flacco. There's the Ravens connection for you. (laughs) They won a Super Bowl together. (laughs) Yes. There's your connection. 
So we just went from scenarios that included Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady. And what you're saying is we'll end up with Greg Roman and Joe Flacco. Yeah. Bring in the right pieces for old Joe to give it one more go. <laughs> and the Dolphins end up with Tom Brady. Rodgers to the Niners or the Raiders, like we've all, like, you know, this show's been saying for two years now. And uh, Lamar Jackson stays with the Ravens. Oh, we're f- <laughs> God bless football, guys. Can I quickly bring up two things that need to go away next offseason when oh, we I start doing this. these shows? Wait, so, okay. so what is this? Just so we're clear, Billy and I need to be clear. You are going to, you're ranting here about two things that need to go away every offseason? Yes. Okay. I, I, I am done listening to Sean McVay might retire at the end of an offseason. He's yeah. like 35 years old, and every year he's like, oh, I don't know if I want to come back. And then he comes back. You know, until he does, don't say anything. I don't want to hear it. And the other one I don't want to hear anymore because this one goes back even further. Uh-huh. Jim Harbaugh back to the NFL. Every year we start plugging his name in with different teams going like, oh, yeah, but when they get Jim Harbaugh, he's going to fix the team. You know what? He's not coming back. He's got the job in Michigan. That's where he wants to stay. Let's just stop talking about it. Stop giving him the platform to make more money from Michigan. Mike, he'd be the Vikings coach if I don't know what happened last year, but he should have been the Vikings coach. I mean, he was. He serious. should have been. He should have been a lot of teams' coaches. But right. you know what? He's not done. He's not come back to the NFL. Maybe right. he actually likes it in college, and he's just laughing at all of us who go, "Watch, they're going to put me with the Colts next." Watch this. Right. Well, maybe you're right. I, listen, I, I will tell you this: if the Colts had a quarterback, Harbaugh would be there. So mm. <laughs> right now, he doesn't want to deal with that shit. I mean, it would be funny if they if he went there and he. And they drafted C.J. Stroud, the Michigan guy coach in the Ohio State quarterback. That'd be quarterback. great. That'd be That'd funny. Be but you know what he's not going to do? Come back to the NFL. Wait, but here we are talking about the thing you don't want us talking about anymore. I well, because I'm putting it to bed. Like, next year when this comes around and you go, hey, you know, Jim Harbaugh said, he's, I'm going to say, stop it. We, we did this last year. You're not allowed I, I, to. Mm. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can't put this one to bed. Yeah. I don't think. No, so. no, you're not allowed to talk about it. It's <laughs> been put to bed. No, no, no. I want to talk about <laughs> no, it. No, you can't. I, I, I am willing Mike, to put, put McVeigh to bed. To bed. <laughs> McVeigh, I'll put to bed. You can't. Okay? Enough. You can't. Enough of McVeigh. But no, I. And we're one off season, and we're one off season away from putting Rodgers is going to leave Green Bay to bed. If he stays there this year, that one gets He's put to bed. Going anywhere? Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. Don't I fall agree. for it. Adam Schefter reported. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's 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 whatever. It is what it is. But he said of the three scenarios: staying in Green Bay, playing for another team, or retiring. Uh, the least likely scenario is him staying in Green Bay. But Mikey is right. If he ends up staying in Green Bay, I'm willing to put that one to bed. Okay? Uh, I am not well, putting Jim Give me Harbaugh, two out of three. That's fine. I, I am not putting Jim Harbaugh back to the NFL to bed yet because I think he's going back to the NFL at some point. I do. I believe that. Mm. This feels an awful lot like uh, Bill Cowher is going to come out of retirement to coach this team. That's what it feels like. Do you think that, like, the president of the University of Michigan, like, after every season ends, they're like, oh, Jim, Jim wants to talk. He's like, oh, this again? Like, we're doing this this charade again? (laughs) Another raise? Jesus. Just give him, like, two million extra over, like, He did beat Ohio State. Fine. Again. (laughs) Back-to-back playoffs. Jesus. Fine. Here comes Jim again. Yeah. It's his agent calling. <laughs> Where are we pretending to go now, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
where are we pretending to go now and how much is it going to cost me to get you to stop pretending you're going there no please jim don't leave what's it gonna take okay fine here's the check <laughs> i love billy as the ad <laughs> jim can we just do this as an email next year please <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right. A little bit different this week because Chris Sims is going to join us kind of separate from this episode. So we do have Austin Eckler coming up. We have Michael Sr., of course, coming up. And we have Mojo and the boys coming up as well. Uh, But I think, Billy, I'm assuming you're going to Austin Eckler first, who uh, came off that horrific loss at Jacksonville where they're up 27 to nothing. Offensive coordinator gets fired. Brandon Staley's going to stay simply because he fired everyone they told him to fire. And uh, I'm interested. Austin Eckler, to his credit, uh, always shows up, regardless of what's going on. so bad for him. Yeah, I I know. I'm afraid to talk to him. He's going to be so down, right? It was the conversation that we were most nervous having all week, both after the loss and then as the week was going on. There was the Staley rumors, so we were kind of like, we got to ask him all these questions, like how how are we going to react to this? And to his credit, like Austin was great, I think, in answering all the questions that we asked him, and uh, and he didn't really beat around the bush much. No, Austin was great. He is great, uh, and we have grown to really appreciate and like Austin very, very much. So let's go there first. Let's go to our friend who we're terrified to talk to because he's going through the worst professional <laughs> week of his career. Let's go to Austin Eckler. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975 and we still haven't settled it. Oh, 1975, what a time. We're a couple years removed from landing on the moon. I bet in the next three to five years we're going to have someone on Mars. And what is this, a personal computer? Oh, this is so complicated. Thankfully, Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller Time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs and premium regular beer. Stugatz here for my friends over at DraftKings. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boost, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you are new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers, bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. I love bonus bets. Who doesn't? The conference semifinals have some great matchups. You have the Knicks and Pacers in the East. You have the Nuggets and T-Wolves in the West. Oh, it is just getting good. So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code LAF. That's code LAF for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. How you feeling, by the way? Feeling all right, man. Body is uh, feeling good after year six, so that's a blessing. Yeah. I just got back from a uh, four-day concert festival uh, in, in 
Cancun, Mexico. Nice. Uh, Grateful Dad, that band I'm always telling you about. Yeah. This Austin is where he somehow is going to tell you that his body feels worse than your body does after a full <laughs> NFL season. I, I, I'm thinking about retiring. I am. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe, no, maybe in ways, but yeah. How was it, though? Was it epic? Yeah, I, I was, it was epic, and I literally just got back, so I'm a, I'm a bit tired. I'm not feeling my best. Uh, I'm definitely hungover. Oh. What's the most hungover Austin Eckler's ever been? <laughs> wow, that's probably you have to go back to college for that. Okay, <laughs> there's not like a moment, like a day. There had to be like a day. Like everyone no. remembers the worst. No, day. it was very rare that I drank, but there okay. was one night we had some jungle juice, and that was not a good night. Let's just say that. Okay. Let's just say that. Yeah. How about Saturday night? That seems like a uh, that was a spot where maybe you had a couple of drinks just to make that Saturday thing go no. away. No, no, I, no, I just was trying to comprehend what was happening in life and if life was weird, real or in a matrix or something. Like, what do what do I know is real? You know, <laughs> that was uh, yeah, it was one of those things where it's like unexplainable. Like, how do how did I just go through that? Like. Yeah, like losing in general feels bad, but when it's done like that, it's like really confusing. It makes you question yourself, question what is what is happening. Like, yeah, it, it's a feeling I can't really describe. It's just like there's like a hole within your thoughts that you can't fill anything with it because you don't know what is what. And it's just like a, a mindless feeling. What are some of the things you're asking yourself in that spot? Is this worth it? What are, like what are you asking yourself? Um, no, I mean it's definitely worth it. <laughs> of course. Uh, definitely all this stuff's worth it. Um, you know, it's the first time I've been back to the playoffs in 4 years, so, you know, for us to get to that moment was was amazing, especially all the shit that we went through and then for it to end like that, it just it hurts. It hurts even worse. It's gonna end for all of us besides one team, but the way it ended is uh yeah, something that it yeah, is terrible. It doesn't feel good. Well, you got off to a good start too. I mean, you had the two touchdowns the last time you played the Jaguars. You didn't have your best game. It was one of the only games this season you didn't score a touchdown. So like you were riding a high, then you were headed into halftime and it was looking good, and then it just Yeah, man. You know... I mean, I guess that's why we love sports. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. all over the place, man. It's yeah. up, down, all around, unpredictable, you know? Yep. Anything can happen. Uh, especially that sport. Can you put us, because you're so great at this, like putting us in the game and what you're thinking during the game. So a 27 nothing second quarter in Jacksonville, yeah. what is Austin Eckler thinking? Yeah, we have like four turnovers in the first half. Like, oh, we're we're, we're going to destroy these guys. Like this is We're absolutely killing these dudes, because we were. We were destroying these guys, right? Defense was getting turnovers. We were scoring points. Right. And then we go into halftime and right. We're like, Hey, let's keep it going, man. Like it's zero, zero come out with the mindset. We got to continue. Let's put this away. Um, and then, you know, we just have some unfortunate happenings for ourselves. We have some three and outs um, and they score, they score again. Now it's a, uh, you know, a, a two possession game and we're trying to feel like, wait a minute. Okay. Like what's not, what's not clicking for us. And so we're just, we're scrambling to get back into a rhythm, but, you can't like, oh, let's just get back into rhythm this game or this drive, guys, because that's what we're trying to do every drive, you know. And so we're we're searching for a, a spark play, someone to make something happen, um, and we just couldn't find any of that. And the consistency started to drop, theirs started to increase, and we started making more mistakes in the second half. And so it's, it was like a, a shift of of who was playing at the higher higher level, right, from us to slowly to them, and then them when it mattered at the end. 
as captain of the team, as one of the leaders of the team, do you try to, like, you're trying to make that stop, the bleeding stop. It feels like it's getting out of hand. Do you get the guys together? Do you say something? And if so, uh, what was the message? Yeah, I mean, for myself, like, I was trying to get myself to to get back into a rhythm. Right. Um, you know, I'm not like a big rah-rah guy as far as I'm going to get you hype up, get in your face type of thing. But um, for me, like, I'm just out there trying to find – I'm trying, okay, I'm focusing on my details even more, right? It's like, maybe I wasn't, maybe I missed something. You know, there's some things I missed. It's like, oh, I should have cut here, should have done this there. Um, And so it's like, okay, focus, focus, focus. Like, as far as myself, that's kind of my message um, moving forward and trying to do my part because I'm probably going to be getting the ball, right? I'm going to get the ball more than anyone besides, you know, Herbert throwing it. Um, And so I'm trying to make an impact. And then we have some guys go down and our consistency starts going down. And yeah, it's just, like I said, got out of hand for us. But my message, like for me, is just like, like internally, like from focus, focus. I'm trying to, I'm trying to lock in to make sure that I'm being as efficient as I can. Cause I'm one of the guys that's going to have to make a spark play for us. Um, and just, it wasn't able to get it done. Do you also uh, hope that you just make more plays? Like you just get the ball more. Cause if you run it more, I mean, theoretically you run out the clock more, right? So you don't give yeah. them as many opportunities to score. And in the second half, for whatever reason, there are lots of passing plays. Yeah, well, I think it was due to you know us being inefficient running the ball. Like the first, the first play we come out, negative four yard run, getting smacked in the backfield, um, and so that's not really a good confidence booster to your run game for the rest of the half. And so that's what it came down to. That's how we've that's how we played games. We we adjust on the fly. It's like if our run game's not working, we're going to be throwing that thing because that's that's how we played all year. Right. Um, and yeah, it ended up hurting us in the end. Uh, we weren't able to run the ball in the second half when we had a huge lead, and that's when we needed to run the ball the most. On the Manning cast on Monday, Peyton said that there's no such thing as halftime adjustments. And then you watch a game like your game, and it was just two totally different halves. Is that a thing? Did they do something different in the second half? Did you guys, or is it just execution? Man, I, I don't know. I think there's this, so I think hard. there's an unexplained like aura when it comes to like energy. Right. Like when your back is against the wall and you're playing like crap and you have you have to make a change. It's something that maybe can't even be explained, but it just is within you. Like you have to get it done, you know, and they they would have been a situation where that was put into them. Right. They're like, hey, 25 zero. This is playoff. This is do or die. And for us, we're trying to gather that, but we don't have the same circumstances, right? We're winning. And so that aura that can't be explained that has the shifts and turns and how you go out there and feel and the energy and the, in the, whatever it does to your brain that makes you really, really hyper-focused and play at the highest level, I think has a place in the, in the NFL. We've seen it a couple of times, right? This isn't, this, this isn't something that we don't see, like comebacks. Comebacks happen all the time. Um, you know, the biggest one came back or happened this year, you know, with 33 to zero. Um, like, like there's something there. Like there's some psychology that's deeper than just X's and O's um, as far as playing the game. Um, maybe we should start a podcast on that. Yeah, we that. should actually. We should explore that a little bit. <laughs> I don't have the answer. Certainly not today. Certainly right now. Uh, right now and I'll probably never have the answers. But Billy, you heard that, Billy. That was Yeah, that was yeah, what was that? Yeah. Yeah, that was your weekend coming back. That was up. that was uh, Cancun just coming right up. Okay, nope. but l- let me address Peyton Manning real quick. Uh, there is such a thing as halftime adjustments. Okay, while Belichick was sitting around making halftime adjustments, his coach wasn't, and that's why he lost to him all the time. So oh uh, that's not Austin awesome saying that. That's 
such a great answer. You come yeah. in with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Peyton, I don't want to hear from it. Okay. Uh, seriously. Well, it just comes down to how Bowls. drastic. I feel like some like halftime adjustments are like, hey, we're changing the whole game plan, right? right. It's, just, it's it's little things here and there, and it also is depending on who your coach is. Maybe you do have a whole like different type of change. You know, for instance, I have an example. We played the the Vikings uh, last year. Um, and we had like for our protection rules, like we were going to number 54, I think it was at the time. And right, first half going 54, 54, 54. All of a sudden, second half, they changed who they're blitzing more often, right? We're going 54, so O line would pick him up. And now they're bringing 45, this other backer, right? So you make little adjustments like that. And so it's like, boom, now they're, oh, wait, now I'm blocking more. Now we need to switch it. Then we switched it, then they switched it. And so it's like the game in the game, right? There's adjustments going on um, all the time. Also, Peyton, you're great. Uh, we get it. You don't have to make any adjustments. Ah. Just throw the ball better, okay? Like, not everyone's you. Austin, I'm sorry I asked the question. <laughs> We're assholes. Right, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're up every game, you know, and doing your thing, you know, what do we got to adjust? They can't stop us, you know? Yeah, right. It's uh, 27 nothing. What, the co- what is the coach going to say? 27-7, I guess. It right, is. Like, we, hey, we're good, boys. Keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> right, that's the message. Hey, it's right. working. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Austin Eckler is with us. I once asked you, uh, and, we'll, and we'll try to move away from the game here in a second, uh, and I will speak on behalf of all three of us because we have grown. We consider you a friend. You know this. You're hurting today. I feel bad yeah. for Austin. I don't like seeing Austin like this, Billy and Mike. Like He is really hurting today. I don't blame him. That's a game that sticks with you, not just for the next couple of weeks, for the rest of your life. He'll think about that game every single day. He knows it. But I feel bad because I don't like seeing Austin like this. How about you guys? How do we lift him up? It's not just seeing you like this, though. Like Because it's one thing, right, where like you have to deal with the season ending that way, right? But then, like... I mean, you see what happens in the news. Then the conversation becomes, well, are we replacing the head coach? We're replacing coordinator. And, like, it just sucks because now you have to probably learn a new system or whatever it is that they're bringing in to change things. And now just because of one game slipping away, everything's going to be different next year. Yeah. And, I mean, it goes deeper than that. Like, it's the fans in my comment section hitting me up. Hey, you suck. You did this, that, you know, it's the organization getting pressure. Hey, you need to make a change. You know, it's the players wondering what the heck's going on. Coaches are, you know, trying to come up with a reason to justify what happened in the game, even though they're not playing it. Like it's us out there playing. So it's like, it's just, it really is just a, a big whirlwind of emotions and uncertainty. Right. And so, yeah, we make changes. Obviously we fired Joe Lombardi, um, and so, like, that's going to have implications. Now, who's our new offensive staff? Um, am I going to have a new coach? I, like, I don't know. So, like, yeah, it's it's a big whirlwind. And so, really, it comes down to us just as a player. I can only control what I can control. I got to show up and I got to play. <laughs> right. Whoever's there. Right. Let me tell the fans to f*** off on uh, your oh. behalf. No, no, no. I'm, listen, I'm hungover. Jeez. I'm cranky. But, no, but look, the man put up 18 touchdowns this year, 20 last year, two in the in the postseason. Like, he doesn't need that after the worst loss of his life. He doesn't need yeah. that. Uh, you realize those are gambling fans. They're not true Charger fans. For right? sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. I saw some, there was, like, some bet, like, for, like, $1.4 million on us. Oh, God, yeah. 20, that guy has to hate you. That guy, all your that mentions were from that guy. Okay. That was all him. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, fan, f- off, okay? <laughs> There's nothing you can do to win that person back. Crazy, up. man. Oh, jeez. 
there's no delicate way of asking this. Um, do you want your coach to return next season? So here's here's how I here's how I diagnose it, right? Like when you have a coaching staff, what are you looking for? You want someone that's gonna give you a chance to get you to the playoffs so you can try to make a run. Right. Right. And so for me, that's how I would assess our coaching staff. Yes, we made it, we made it to the playoffs. So if you fire somebody, you're fire head coach, now you're trying to replace someone who just did what you're trying to do. You know, it, because there was some dramatic finish might sure. have put a little extra, you know, wor- like, I guess, drama to the decision. Um, but it's like you want someone that's going to get you to the playoffs. Right. And then, you know, obviously you want to win a Super Bowl, but getting to the playoffs is number one um, to get you a chance to get to the Super Bowl. So that's how I assess it. So for me, do I want to get rid of our coach? Absolutely not. Like, what are we going to go find? Some of that hopefully can get us back. Well, we just did it with this guy and now we right. can grow. We have a history. We can build on something uh, with coach Staley and who they, and who we had. Um, so I don't know, like th- there's, there's a lot of politics that we're not involved in obviously. Um, and you know, I'm not going to jump to conclusions or anything. And so like, I don't know the decisions, especially like on Joe Lombardi, we fired him, you know, well, yep. Justin had one of the like 4,000 something yards, you know, passing, you know, we, we made it to the playoffs. Um, and so I don't know. You know, what a weird happy. world, right? At 27 nothing second quarter, Joe Lombardi could have picked any jo- open job he wanted. I mean, right, right. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Like, man, so it's like, ah, like, ah, it sucks. It really does. It really Lord. sucks because it's like, I don't know, like, it's like, was because it was, hopefully it wasn't just based off of like drama. It was like, hey, statistics, like, someone didn't like something. I don't know. And we'll never know because we're never on that side. But I know as far as, as far as me, man, like, that's how I see it. Like, so no, I wouldn't have got rid of anybody. Right. Austin, while this is uncomfortable and you are getting like lots of comments and stuff like that on social, I feel like you as a businessman and someone who's trying to build an empire, there's opportunity here, right? Like maybe you create a new tab and experience and you have people just go on there and pay Ooh. to talk shit to you. Yeah. <laughs> and then like you that. could see it or you Wait don't have to. I like yeah. that. We might be on to something here. Right. Huh? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You see that? <laughs> yeah. Billy, you're smiling. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. I've been thinking of new ideas today. So. Right. Let them insult you. And, yeah, and again, let, you don't have to see them. Let someone else sift right, through them. Right. Let okay? these people And then throw I come out on and tell them to the f- off. There you go. Right? Wow. <laughs> Like an online rage room. I love yes. it. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> do you, now that the season's over, like, do you need time to kind of, like, decompress from football? Or do you get back into, like, will you watch more football the rest of the playoffs of Super Bowl? Or are you, like, just the yeah. way that it ended, you need to kind of disassociate? Well, I definitely didn't watch any more games after after that yeah. weekend. <laughs> I right. took Sunday I off. Will you ever one. watch that game again? Uh, no, I'll never know. Okay. I ain't going to watch okay. that game. I, I remember that game well enough. <laughs> I don't need to go watch that right. trash anymore. Sheesh. Just leave it be and move on, right? Uh, but that's exactly. a good question with Billy. Will you watch moving forward like the games this yeah, weekend? Yeah, so I have some friends on some other teams, um, and so I'll, I'll keep up with them. And I just, I mean, I like to watch their sport too, um, you know, especially during the playoffs. So I'll definitely keep up, keep up with the other games. Do you have anyone you like, like based on not personal relationships, but teams that you played against or whatever throughout the year that you, you could see going to the Super no. Bowl? Or you, I, I no. really have no preference. Whoever wins yeah. it, good for them. Um, I just want to see my guys um, continue to continue to do well. This is well beneath you because you, like Billy said, you're into like you know you're you're building an empire. It's it's world domination. Okay, but like <laughs> if I say Bills Bengals, would you break that game down for us in a way that I could not even begin to break that game down? Really. I have, I have no, yeah, no, yeah. 
Like yeah, you would say, hey, I think this team's gonna win, or this team's gonna win, and here's why. You know, it's you're not no no ties. It's kind of like it's kind of like you. I, I built a relationship. Like I had Josh on my show, Josh Allen on my show. I had Dawson Knox on my show. They're tied right. in for the Bills, and so I had a, like a little connection to them. Um, and so like I'm like I'm rooting for them because I just like I respect them. They came on my show, they supported me. I'm gonna support them, right? Right. Um, and then you know, I've Boston Scott, the running back for the Eagles, and I have a relationship together. Have you know, done some gaming stuff together in the off season. And so it's like, I, I have these little connections that tie me to different players. And so that's what ties me to just watching them play and hoping for their success. Well, the breaking down the game is not something. No, nah, I'm not breaking down the game. I ain't trying. Okay. I feel like I'm trying to not get into that Good. realm of football. Like Good. I don't, I think that takes way too much time. Um, and so I, I'd rather do other things instead right. of breaking down, analyzing football. And so that's just where I am. Uh, Austin Eckler is with us. I once asked you if, and again, it's a tough week to do this with you because we know you're hurting, but what's the worst football has ever made you feel? And you really struggle to find an answer. I'm assuming you now have an answer. Is that is that correct? The worst? See, I, it's not a bad thing that I felt the way I feel and that I feel the way I feel. It's not bad. It's actually, I think, really good Right. because um, I care, right? Because I'm like, yeah. I'm invested. So like, this is, I think this is a healthy response to what happened. So I, w- I wouldn't just justify it as bad. It doesn't feel good, but it's not bad. Um, you know, it's just like if bad things happen, you shouldn't feel good. It's good right. that you don't feel good when bad things happen. It means you're alive. It means you're a human exactly. being. Exactly. Yes. Like right. if something bad happens, you should be upset. You should be right. sad. You should be angry. You know, that's right. that's appropriate. Um, so I think it it's it's one of those things where you say, you know, the life is a roller coaster type of thing, and it's like you got to climb back out of it. Um, and so it's life definitely tested me. Um, you know, as far as mentally, I'm thinking about just like my career and like did i mess up and like is it me um you know like that's like as a competitor that's what you like okay what could i have done more um you going back and watching the film like oh and then it just makes you sick every time you mess up i'm just like oh yeah. um but but eventually you realize like hey it's sports right like shit happens we were yeah. on the wrong end of it and that that thing that that stuff that we were taught that aura all that stuff yeah. you can't explain it austin it's just sports, i know you, man. you can't and that's right. the great thing about it. Like, yes, you know, because uh, for the other side, they're going crazy. We came right. back, you know, like we did this. We had this epic comeback. We stayed together. We kept fighting. You know, right. we stayed in like that's their side. Right. But then there's yes. the other side where it's like the opposite, you know, right. feeling. And right. so um, down 27, nothing. Um, Trevor Lawrence is a bust. It's funny how this whole thing works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then they come back. Now, there's these dudes, you know, the best up and coming quarterback, you know, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you feel like from a foundation standpoint, your team's good enough. Like you have a good enough team to get to. Yes, a Super we, Bowl, yeah, right? we absolutely have a good yeah. enough team. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's not, right. it's not players. It's just us executing. Um, right. We have the, the capabilities. Yes. Have the app to this week. How uh, did we get any more traffic on the app? Yes, yeah. Shout out to, shout out to your community, man. Like, yes. like I said, we're, we're definitely right around, we're over like a hundred reviews uh, across Android and Apple. So Excellent. all of them came through. Thank you out there for the listeners and they're all tagging God. Yeah. You know, God bless football. Um, and so, yeah, they're showing you all some love. So absolutely. And doing well, doing well. Uh, I just actually put my wild card uh, Jersey up up on on experience as well oh, too. so really big ticket items on there wow billy's going to bed right so, now and he's going to call you names too well the talk shit board isn't active yet but i'm telling you Ooh, think about that talk board. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we're thinking about uh opening it up we'll we'll be able to open it up here in a couple of weeks and so we'll start start getting some other people on there as well all right let's uh listen austin's had a tough week tough loss we saw him smile once today. I would huh. like to see him smile more. 
Okay, so let's get up to like 300 reviews by the time he joins us next week. If the audience can uh, can help us out, no, Billy, they'll do it for so us. Just okay? triple, just triple the number. I want yeah, to triple yes, it up. because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's down. He's down. And listen, he is here for us on some of the. He was here for us after the Bills game and saw a fellow NFL member go down and have cardiac arrest on the field. He was here. He was here to discuss it. He's here after the worst loss of his career, Billy. I don't think it's too much for us to ask the audience to triple his reviews when he needs us the most. Okay? Eh, fair. Uh, I would greatly appreciate it. I would okay. greatly appreciate it. As I do you guys. I greatly appreciate you guys. You guys make this entertaining and fun. That's why I you know, like, keep coming back. It's, it's a good time. Right. Um, because when I've had some shows, um, that I've been on and it's like low energy, it's more so interview style. And right here, like, I feel like we get to let loose a little bit, right. Speak our mind, talk about some, some wacky topics, get serious yes. at times, but I, I love the ups and downs all around. It's not like linear, like we go everywhere. Right. So shout yeah. out to y'all. I feel like next week, Austin, so like you're out of the playoffs now and, and we'll have football yeah. that we can discuss We're next done talking week, right? about this game, Austin. Yeah, you got through No, yeah, we won't talk about yeah. this game anymore. Yeah. I'm thinking next it. week, we talk about what you want to talk about. You want to talk about yes. aura. You want to talk about energy. Like you bring the topics and you lead us and we'll Whatever follow the you down say. your path. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You want to do that? I don't think you'd be interested in the things that I'm interested in. Oh, you'd How be surprised. You know? I mean, listen, I fake interest for Levitard yeah. all the time. No, I mean, that's not. Well, I, I just think it'd be too off brand. I, I really? don't want really? I don't want to bring your listeners and they're like, what the heck? What is this? this is not what I came here for. <laughs> I'll have you know, Austin, we do a uh, a weekly segment. So you got skips it, but we do a weekly segment where Ricky Williams talks astrology. So nothing's off the table. Nothing's with us. Off I'm the so table. down to talk astrology with Ricky Williams. With, with Ricky, with anybody like space. Okay. Really, just, I love talking about space and just like Done. hypotheticals and things mm. like that. No? All right, so we're gonna bring Ricky Williams to the uh, proceedings. Hopefully next Let's week go. if he's available, Let's and we'll talk about astrology. We'll talk about the stars. Okay. Let's get in there. Okay, nice. I like that. I do like the idea of you leading us through. You'd be surprised how much we can adapt, Austin. You would. Yeah. You'd be surprised. I know. You guys are great at it. Just yeah. how you, you take the conversation, turn it, flip it around, you know, all that. So yeah, yeah. I can imagine. All right. We'll try it out. But let's try the uh, astrology first, and then we'll yeah, go from let's there. Di- let's dive in. Because now we can just let it all hang out. We're done with football. Like, we're yeah, done who cares about football? No, we can't be done with football, right? That's the reason yeah. we're here. So we okay. got oh, yeah. to have a little segment of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, buddy. I know this. Listen, I know it was hard. I know it will stick with you for a while. Uh, it will get better with time. But uh, you are a good man, good person. You show up every single week, ready to go and ready to answer the questions, man. No doubt, man. That. I appreciate y'all as well. Thank you for having me. It is time for this week's edition of Stu Gats, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code Stu for a special offer when you sign up. That's code Stu. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. And of course, all lines here are courtesy of our friends over at DraftKings. 60, 48, and 2 on the regular season. Really good year. But I can hear all of you right now collectively saying what I would say. Stu Gatz, do it in the playoffs. I didn't. I was 0-6 on Super Wild Card Weekend. 0-6. Go ahead, fade me, mock me, do whatever you want. Do it in the postseason. I get it. I understand it. The second you fade me is the second I go for and out. So let's get to the games. Divisional round of the playoffs. Four games. We start with Kansas City. They are home. Taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Chiefs are minus eight and a half. I want you to buy this down to eight. Chiefs minus eight at home. I have the Chiefs winning the game. They cover the spread. 
the Chiefs by 10 points. We go to Philadelphia, the one seed, coming off a bye week. The Giants, plus seven and a half. I want you to buy this up to plus eight. I think the Giants are going to win the game outright, but just in case they don't, buy up that half point. But I have the Giants winning and advancing to the NFC Championship game. The Giants win by four points at Philadelphia. The Bengals taking on the Buffalo Bills. Bengals plus five and a half. Feels like a lot of points for the best quarterback in football, and that's Joe Burrow. Buy this up to plus six. I just like buying half points. I do. But I think the Bengals win the game outright. Bengals by a field goal. And the final game of the weekend, it is Dallas at San Francisco. The Cowboys are plus three and a half. Buy it up a half point. Get your four. Dallas plus four at San Francisco. I have the Cowboys winning the game outright as well. So I have the Cowboys winning by a field goal. They cover the spread. I have three of the four uh, road teams winning this weekend and moving on in the NFL playoff. I'm going 4-0. I don't give a shit what you guys say. I don't care how badly you mock me. I'm going 4-0. Those are the picks. Good luck, everyone. Uh, Mike, the NFL, man, It's uh, this is going to be a cool, fun weekend. Uh, it's usually, for me at least, I know Billy likes Super Wild Card Weekend. It's his favorite weekend of the year. I like the divisional rounds of the playoffs. I think it's the best matchups, the best games. You get four games, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. I start to get sad once we approach Championship Sunday yep. because you yep. only got three NFL games left for the remainder of the year. This feel, uh, feels, at least... Uh, like a full weekend, but I say the NFL wins, and they always win, Mike. It doesn't matter who's in these games, but they got great markets, great teams, and great matchups. Like, these are the brands, these are the markets, for the most part, that you want in your final eight. The NFL has them, Mike. And, and, you know, you could see some of these teams and their quarterbacks for a while. Yeah. This is one of the best stats of the weekend. The average age of the eight starting quarterbacks for this round – is 25 years, 278 days, youngest across a divisional round since its inception in 1950. Awesome. So this is the youngest. The oldest is Dak, and obviously the youngest is Brock Purdy. So, I mean, it it is amazing. And of these eight quarterbacks, how many? It's for all the AFC were top 10 picks. And then one in the NFC was a first-round pick. That was Daniel Jones. And then Jalen Hurts was a second round. And the matchup I think a lot of people are looking for, the San Francisco-Dallas, Dak was a fourth-rounder, and Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant in the seventh round. It makes the least amount. I think he makes like $930,000 or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, if Brady had made it, that would have brought the average age up to like 38, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's exactly right. Well, as a matter of fact, for comparison, last year, the divisional round, the average age was 32 years, 63 days. And that's one of the reasons was, yeah, Brady was in it. Exactly uh, right. Mike, of the four teams remaining in the AFC, they're great matchups. Uh, are you surprised? Maybe it's Jacksonville. I'm just interested in your thoughts. We're not going to be surprised if Kansas City finds itself in Arizona playing for the Super Bowl. We're certainly right. not going to be surprised if it's Buffalo or Cincinnati. I guess what I'm asking you, if any of these four teams make it, are you, Mike Golick, going to be surprised? Yeah, Jacksonville. That Jacksonville. would that would surprise me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I, I do think it's Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, and then a drop-off 
to the next tier, which right. Jacksonville has put themselves in that tier. Now, the one great thing about Jacksonville is they're you know they're always going to be confident they can come back. They're down twenty seven zip and make a comeback. So no matter what the score is, they're going to feel like, hey, we just came back, we can do it again. Tough ask against Kansas City. Now, Kansas City doesn't have the greatest defense in the world, but we know their offense can score a hell of a lot of points. And they don't need the aid of turnovers like Jacksonville did uh, with the Chargers last week. So Chargers, obviously, they know they have to play more of a clean game in this one. But even if both teams play clean and play their best, Kansas City, I think, is the better team right now. And so for Jacksonville to win this one and then to beat either Cincinnati or Buffalo and make it to the Super Bowl, that that would surprise me a little bit. What, what do I go, oh my God, it's the biggest upsets of all time? No, but it, but it would surprise me. There have been worse teams to make it to a Super Bowl, Mike. Yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but that's a big leap for Jacksonville. To be on the verge of not making the playoffs and the leap all the way, hey, we're going to the Super Bowl, that would be a massive leap. There are three teams that, that I look at, and two of them made the playoffs, where you say, man, is the arrow pointing up. It's obviously Jacksonville. It's the Giants. Look at how, how bad they were last year. You bring in a new GM and new coach, and what they've done has been incredible. What Daniel Jones has done to bring to, to, to get himself a contract has been incredible. And then the third team is a team that didn't make the playoffs. They won in the last week, but Seattle won, so that knocked them out. That's the Detroit Lions. You know, so much so that your offensive coordinator, who's been getting interviews for head coaching jobs, decides to stay in Detroit and be right. an old coordinator because he likes the direction that that team is is going. So uh, those are the three teams where I really think the arrow is, is pointing up on. And we always see, what has it been, an average of four teams over the last how many years – didn't make the playoffs and make the playoffs. I think we had like six or seven this year uh, of teams doing that. So it's it's been impressive. Uh, what do you think, like Mike? What needs to happen for Jacksonville to spring that upset? Turnovers. Well, what- I mean, well, listen, Kansas City can't play their best game. You know, they're going to have to turn the ball over. They're going to have to make mistakes. They're going to have to have uh, penalties at inop- inopportune, inopportune times. That's what's going to have to happen. Jacksonville's got to play a clean game. You know, certainly, I I doubt we're going to see four interceptions and a fumble uh, in the first half like we did last week. But you can't give a team like like Kansas City extra possessions and turn the ball over. You just can't do it. So, yeah. If they both play their best, I think Kansas City wins it. I think they're. I think it's the biggest spread. I think it's like eight and a half uh, for the, for this game. So yeah, if they play their best, I, th- I think that's what you're going to see. So they would have to play down a level, and Jacksonville would have to play a clean game. Uh, and how do you feel about Buffalo and Cincinnati, I, Mike? I'm still. I've said it all year. I'm not going to back off now because I, Cincinnati was my team to win the Super Bowl before the season started. I just think, for me, uh, Billy's right. Josh Allen has a funny face, and Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in football. And so I'm going to take the best quarterback in football over the guy with a funny face. So how do you size this game up? So it looks like the weather's going to be decent. A chance of snow and I think, 36 degrees, which is, which is great playing weather as far as I'm concerned. Yes. The problem for Cincinnati is they don't have a running game. Um, so they're relying everything on the pass. And you had your right guard, Alex Kappa, out from week 18. He didn't play in the wild card game. Well, Collins, your right tackle is out. Uh, and Jonah Williams, and when I was calling the game last week against Baltimore, he dislocated a kneecap. So a, a line they've revamped is now injured. You know, you got, and, and 
for probably the last, what, six, seven, eight weeks of the season, they never gave up more than two sacks. Now, Baltimore got four against them, so they're going to get some pressure on them. Uh, and they got to live by the pass, which they've done a good job of, obviously winning the last eight games of the season. I think Buffalo's a little more complete overall. Mm-hmm. But amazingly, Hendrickson, the, the the edge rusher for Cincinnati, he had the best pressure percentage rate in the entire NFL ahead of Micah Parsons, uh, who was number two this year. So they didn't have a lot of sacks. Didn't have a lot of sacks. But a pressure rate, it was pretty good as well if you can get the quarterback to move, though Josh Allen on the run can hurt you. But Cincinnati's doing what they did last year. They're playing their best ball right now, even though they didn't play their best game last week. I mean, they were a, they were a bad play by, by Huntley away yeah. from maybe tying or going ahead in that game. That quarterback sneak where he tried to jump over the top, he was supposed to go low and get pushed from behind. Right. But I don't know if he overthought it and said, I'm going to try and jump. He was too far away. Next thing you know, Sam Hubbard's going 98 yards the other way, you know, to, to basically ice that game. So that was, a, that was a tough call for them there. And we all know that's J.K. Dobbins time. I mean. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Either that no, or. No, it's not, the, Mike. <laughs> no, no. The, I mean, listen, the sexy thing in the NFL is what is what the is the quarterback sneaking getting pushed from behind they, they yes. have it perfected in Philadelphia that's what they should have done here I hate it because you get to push the quarterback or the runner I think it's ridiculous but that's just the league likes the offense more than defense that's just right. the way it is <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned that uh, Cincinnati did not play their best game last week but Mike neither did Buffalo I'm not certain the last nope. time I've seen Buffalo play their best the Dolphins could have easily won that game so it's just gonna I, it's a weird type of feeling where we know both teams are so good the quarterbacks are so good but neither team is really clicking on all cylinders and listen they have some reasons mike they went through a ridiculously um stressful experience on that yeah. field in cincinnati and i don't think everyone's quite recovered from it even though uh the person who went through it is recovering from it right uh they're right. they're both teams are a bit haunted by that haven't been the same since so but i will remind you that yes cincinnati did not play their best last week neither did buffalo at home against a third string quarterback and you got to worry about Josh Allen with his five red zone turnovers, man. You just that yeah. that that's a tough call in a, in a winner go home scenario. That's tough. I was surprised this game. I know the DraftKings sportsbook has it. I think it at at uh, the Bills are five point favorite. I thought that was kind of high. In all honesty, uh, the smallest. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I thought that was a little high because this one won't surprise me either way. You know, we were looking forward to this game until that horrific. Uh, incident, but but listen, uh, Hamlin is, is back home now. What do you th- do? You think he leads a team on the field in this game? Um, he's been at the facility almost every yep. day, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That I think. I mean, something. him running out of him running out of the locker room, out of that tunnel with a Buffalo Bills yeah. flag, uh, leading the charge, leading the team. That would uh, be something, huh? Oh my God, that uh. Well, speak to it from a player standpoint. What is it, What would something like that do to that team? I mean, like, unbelievably emotional. But the one thing I think people need to understand is there can be emotional things that happen, but once the game starts, it turns into a game. Right. You know, not, now you're just thinking about what really goes on the field. So it only carries you, carries you so far. And then during the game, if you think of it, you can get recharged a little bit. But for the most part, you know, it's the same with bulletin board material. You know, that gets a team, one team really pissed off or something. Once you kick the ball off, 
that that kind of stuff is kind of out the window at that point. Right. Mike, who do you think is going to win that game? Buffalo, Cincinnati. Man. It's God, tough. that's a tough It's call. really tough. Yeah. It is a tough point. I, 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 you're convinced Kansas wow. City's going to you, – you're convinced the AFC championship is going – well, it's not going through Kansas City, but you're convinced Kansas City's going to move on. This game is really, really difficult, right? That's right. For everybody to remember, yeah. if the Bills win and Kansas City wins the games in Atlanta – yeah. Um, because of the coin flip. Yeah. I, I I actually I think the Bills are gonna win. I okay. do think the Bills are gonna win. Not and and I mean I'm talking by a hair. I it wouldn't wouldn't be obviously not shocked at all since he pulls this one off. I think this is this could be the be- closest best game of the weekend, though we saw all kinds last weekend, so we're not sure. Uh and if that's the case, I think Kansas City wins, then you're gonna have the AFC championship game in Atlanta, which is pretty wild. Uh, Mike, how does it work with, uh, with you and the Eagles? Are you like, are you wearing full Eagles garb? Are you rooting for the Eagles? You're a former Eagle. How does this work on Saturday night for you? Well, I mean, I, I always like to see the Eagles do well, especially in a division game because I had so many against the Giants, uh, you know. And quite honestly, when the Eagles played the Giants, there were more fights in the stands than there were on the field. We would literally be on the field in a timeout or something. And if you looked in the stands, you always saw guys in yellow security jackets running to break up a fight somewhere. It was amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, deep, deep down, I kind of, I still have kind of a thing for Philly, even though there's nobody there anymore than when I was there. Right. But it was where I spent my most career. We had a, uh, you know, Chris and I had a great time there. Uh, we liked it there. So, yeah, there's a little of the heartstrings that, that pulls for Philadelphia. All right. How much does it mean that they're in the same division, play each other twice a year? Like, would that concern you? And the Eagles, really, when you think about it, the Giants have been playing playoff games for like seven weeks now, and the Eagles yeah. haven't had a meaningful game in like six weeks. Jalen Hurts missed a few games. So I'm wondering, how much is all of that when you take all of that? The teams are familiar with each other. The Giants know what the Eagles are going to try to do. Uh, the Eagles haven't played that meaningful game. The Giants have momentum because they're coming off a road playoff win. How much do you factor that into the whole equation here with this game? Well, I mean, whenever you play a division, a division opponent, whether it's a regular season or then the playoffs when you play three times, it's so much less about the game plan. Right. Because you you know what the teams do. Right. It's so much more about that individual matchup of who you're playing against, who you've already played against twice, the individual player. And I say this a lot anyway, you know, whether, you know, the chess match of the O coordinator and D coordinator, to me, it's can I as a D tackle beat the guard, not let the guard off of my linebacker so my linebacker can make the play. Can my, you know, can, can Clyde Simmons or Reggie White beat the offensive tackle and get pressure on the quarter? You can have the greatest pass play in the world call on offense but if a d end or d lineman gets a great pass rush doesn't matter doesn't matter that 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 play's done can a wide receiver get off a jam you know win that one-on-one situation that's that's what you're looking for especially then in divisional play because you know those players so well so let me ask you guys i think if i remember correctly this is the 24th time that we've had the third meeting in the postseason. Okay? How many times have we had the sweep? And this would be the Eagles going for the third? Uh, this would be the Eagles going for the third. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say it's happened nine times. Less than five. Mm, three. Fifteen times. What? Uh, Fifteen times. Huh. 
Hmm. Either 14 oh. or 15, one of the two. It's right in that area there. But <laughs> it was a better percentage than I even thought, quite right. honestly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh but boy, the Giants are going to come in with a whole lot of confidence, that's for sure. I mean, what what they have done there in turning this team around has been incredible. From having played Billy is checking that right now it makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, wants it to be way off. <laughs> yeah. I'll try to find out. He also didn't hear the well. question. And so now I have to tell him what it is he needs to look up. <laughs> Billy, how oh many times God. have teams played each other in the same year three times and the mm, team won all sweat. three of those yeah. games? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. 15, I think. Or 14. 14. Or 14, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's 15. Or 15 or 14. Something like that. I'm going to try and find three. out as well. Mike, we noticed, like, in this DK studio, you are loaded up with stats and facts. Like, they hand you look like you got a stat pack. It's, yeah. It's it's actually not the stats from, from DK. It's the stats I'm getting for my game. Uh, I'm, doing, I'm doing San Francisco and uh, Dallas, but I get stats for all the games. Well, I, but Billy's right. You're glowing. You're more prepared. You're, I mean, you're a different man in those studios. You really are. You've got papers. Studios are great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I, I think I look good. I feel good. I think I look younger. Right. I'm rejuvenated. Yeah. I've had man. coffee. I've had. Yeah. Like, they got a lot of great stuff here. I'm very happy. Yeah. It's a different you. Like working from homes for a lot of people. I'm starting to think you belong in a studio. You, you know. Yeah. Well, listen. I was only in a studio for 25 years, so you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, all fame. Yeah, where the lighting is good, are. that whole thing. Mike, having played in Philadelphia, explain to me, Billy and Mikey A, what happens to Jalen Hurts if he dares lose to the New York Giants in the playoffs? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I love the fans. I love the fans there, but man, I mean, if they will turn on you is a wrong word, but they'll let you know of their displeasure. They have no problem. They're they're not the oh, it's okay, we'll get them next year group. Let me right. just put it that way. Right. When you're a number, especially when you're a number one seed, you're a favorite to get out of the Super Bowl, there is, oh my God, did you guys F this up? You know what? It's not like, oh, we'll get them next year, guys. Yeah, that, that that's not a we'll get them next year town. <laughs> they, 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 don't, they don't play that. Uh, and by the, the way, I was right. It was the 15th time. Look at you. I mean, yeah. look, you found it before Billy did while you were talking. I mean, this yeah. is a different guy. I mean. Well, in all honesty, it was Jess who had the stat, and I just text her. Oh, good. Oh, <laughs> That's how you do it. I mean, excellent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, hey! Isn't that the Stugatz way? Let somebody else give me the info, and I just use it and sound good. Of course, I've used yours for years. I mean, <laughs> yeah, boom. Uh, Dallas, San Francisco, the game that you are calling, Mike Golick, the game of the weekend. That's where they placed yeah. it. They are telling you this is the big game of the weekend, and it is. It's two big brands. It's two teams that we discussed earlier uh, in the week that we grew up. You you would see this game almost on an annual basis in the playoffs right, right. Uh, when we were growing up. So it's best. Listen, Dallas has the better quarterback. I don't care how good Purdy's been. San Francisco right, right. has the better team, but Dallas does have a talented team. Uh, I think Dallas is going to win the game. If Dak continues to play the way Dak played last week, Mike, throwing four touchdowns, Dallas not turning the ball over. I think Dallas's defense is good enough to shut down Brock Purdy, uh, at least to an extent. I think Dallas is going to win this game in advance, Mike. 
Well, well, I mean, you're, you're saying if Dak Prescott can throw four touchdown passes, you realize this is the best defense in the NFL. No, I do realize that, Mike. But if he can, listen, if he can limit the turnovers to like one, right, and just play right. a good, solid game on the road in the playoffs, I think that I think he's good enough and Dallas is talented enough to overcome the most talented roster in the NFL. Right. So, uh, so I won't pick this game, obviously, because I'm calling okay. this game. Right. But I, I've said for weeks, weeks – even after the changeover to, to Purdy, that they're the deepest team in the NFL on offense. They're statistically the best in yards given up per game and points given up per game, which is the most important thing. I think at home, it's even less. I think they're only giving up like 14 points at home. Um, but on offense, think about what they have. I mean, Elijah Mitchell came back after being on IR twice. Debo Samuel was hurt. He came back. You have those two. You have Christian McCaffrey. You have Brandon Ayuk, who is have a career year this year, and George Kittle. So this Kyle Shanahan offense with Brock Purdy going to the line, trying to get a pre-snap read and wondering which talented weapon he's going to be able to throw the ball to is amazing. And, oh, by the way, they can run the ball as well. Um, listen, Dallas played excellent last week, but Tampa is not a very good football team. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the reins on because I've seen Dallas look great and I've seen them look bad. I called the Dallas Tampa Bay first game of the year when Dallas scored three points and Dak got hurt in the fourth quarter of that one. So we've seen them look good and we've seen them look bad. San Francisco is on an absolute tear right now, uh, the way they're going. Can Dallas win? Absolutely they can win. A, because when Dak is on, you're right, he's on. C.D. Lamb has been, listen, he was handed the spot. They traded away Amari Cooper and said, C.D., you're the guy. And C.D. has lived up to that. Getting Pollard more touches than Zeke was the way to go. We talked about that at the beginning of the year. He's a possible home run hit every time he touches a ball. So you mix with the two, but Pollard is a guy you fear going all the way. And then you have Micah Parsons on that defense. So I'm with you. It's a hell of a team. But I I, I also think San Fran is just so offensively deep and talented. And I hope it's a game of the weekend, A, because I'm calling it. The shame is last week they put what was supposed to be the game of the week of Dallas and and Tampa Bay on Monday night. That was a a horrid game. Mm. All right, Mike. It's going to be a great weekend. Uh, Enjoy it. Promote once again what you'll be doing for Dallas and San Francisco. People will uh, will be tuning into that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'll be Westwood 1. I'm really looking forward to that game. Let me ask you guys this quick question. We don't have to get into it all. Okay? There's plenty of time to get into it. I wanted initial reaction. Okay? Three quarterbacks, I'm going to give you choices. Initial reaction, we'll have time down the road to, to talk about it. Okay? okay. Let's love start this. first. I love this. And we'll go Stu, Billy, Mikey A. Okay. First Every answer, time. Okay? Every time we're going Stu, Every Billy, time. Mikey A. Okay, Stu, Billy, Billy sure Mikey A. This time. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Billy, please pay attention. Gotcha. <laughs> Seriously. So it's only two choices with this first one. Okay. Lamar Jackson, back with Baltimore with a different team. I'm going to say uh, back with Baltimore. I'd selfishly say with another team. Okay. I think it's a different team. Okay. All right. Aaron Rodgers, retire, Green Bay, or another team? And if you want to name a team, go ahead. I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers will either be the quarterback for the Jets or the San Francisco 49ers next year. Okay. 
Different yeah. team. Okay. Green Bay. Team. Green Bay. He's not. Bay. He does okay. this. Green Bay. I'm going to stay by what I've said the whole time, and Stu has said the whole time. He's the quarterback for the Raiders next year. Yeah, I have said that the okay. whole time, except the time I was supposed to say it right there. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, what are you doing? <laughs> and, and I'll say real quick, I think Lamar stays in Baltimore, and I think Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay. All right, okay. last one. Yep. Tom Brady, retire, Ooh. back in Tampa, another team. Uh, not back in Tampa. No way he's retiring. Uh, so I'm saying a different team. Uh, if I had to name the team, I would say the Dolphins. I would say Tom Brady will be the Dolphins quarterback next year. I think another team too. I don't think he's going back to Tampa. Right. But I don't know if he. I don't know if he goes out to Las Vegas. I mean, San Francisco has too many quarterbacks for that to happen now, right? Like he's no. not going to end up in San Francisco. Maybe a little Probably. reunion and well, end no, of the career. Because I have Aaron Rodgers there, Bill. So <laughs> yeah. You, let me ask you something. Do you do you think that do you think Bill Belichick would take him back over Mac Jones and his career there? That's a great question. It is a great question. Mikey A, what do you say, real quick? I think he retires, but as opposed to Belichick, what about going to the Raiders and and reunite with McDaniel's? Why Why do you want to go to the the AFC West? Has Mahomes. Herbert and the Chargers, and well, I won't say Russell Wilson so much. Get a bad year, but they have a great defense. That, that's Brady's a- not running from anybody, though. Stu, Stu, a lot of people are putting Brady with the Jets, and I, I had said when somebody brought that up to me, I said Jet fans will find a way to find the glass half cracked with that. So if he went to the Jets, would you be happy or would you go, oh, this guy's too old, he doesn't have it anymore? Can I see eight games play out before I answer that? Or no. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. I'd be happy. I'd be super happy. I would. I'd be happy, Mike, for this reason. That Tom Brady deemed my team good enough for him to take over as quarterback and go win a Super Bowl. Because that's what he's telling you. He's saying, hey, I right. think that defense is good enough. I think the skill guys are good enough. They've done a good job at roster construction. I therefore feel comfortable going to play for that team and being their quarterback. But I am with you on your overall point. If I'm one of those free agent quarterbacks, I'm going to the NFC because these four yep. or five quarterbacks in the AFC, and I'm not even including Lamar Jackson, uh, they seem tough to beat. So I would go to the NFC. In fact, I think Brady and Rodgers should actually get in the ring and fight for the right to be the San Francisco 49ers next quarterback. Okay? That's what I think. I agree. I, I I do think they should stay in the NFC because the right. AFC, man, oh, man. They, they got it going on right now. I know. They really do. Uh, but, yeah, if Brady – I mean, Mike, Mike EA, would you be excited? Brady to the Jets? He doesn't – I would be – I would be super excited until right. until I saw the age, like week five, and then I'd be like, this is terrible, and I would right. just be upset. <laughs> I would be really excited in the offseason, though. <laughs> We'd get him in the Patriots and Mac Jones would win the division. I mean, that's how it works yeah. for us. How about it? <laughs> God, I hate being a fan of this team. God bless football, <laughs> Mike Golick. God bless football, Mikey A. God bless football, Billy Gill, and your stupid face. Oh. <laughs> God bless football, <laughs> too, guys. We need someone to fill in for Jabba. Roy is sitting next to me, Billy. Uh, the problem is we have nothing to flip. We need a... Uh... I have a coin flip app. On ah, ah, are we all accepting of the coin flip? Of course, there's an app three. Let's do it. Right. I mean, a f- 
coin toss? There's an app for that? Yes. Jesus. Uh, are we accepting of that? Are we good with that? Uh, it works for me. All right. All right, Tell fellas. Well, don't do it yet, Roy. Okay. I, I got to say, yeah, job yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, Mr. in the house. Say we got a You're always last, Roy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's how it usually works. Chris Gronkowski, why are you dancing in a weird way? What's happening? Oh, I made it. I made the show. I got to get good. Well, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's dance worthy. <laughs> you made it. Harvard's back on. Looking for you. Yeah, man. Record. What's up, Chris? We're going to see what's going on after this week, though. Chris, I wouldn't get too comfy or be too confident because you seem like you are off a of 1-4-1. and one. I mean, you're only at 419, just so you know. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, you're good. That's the season. Okay. Over you did Mojo. a good job last week, Chris, of making sure Mojo picked all the exact same games as you, so you guys essentially had the same record. And the only game that you guys chose opposite each other ended up being a push, so he gained no ground on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, that's how I do it. Chris, you got to do us a favor. I saw Billy. Uh, Billy's into this Peloton shit now. Oh. Apparently, he's uh, he's getting in shape. But he had this Gatorade. It's like, <laughs> do you have that with you? He had this. Ga- he's drinking game, a yeah. bunch of water, and he has this little <laughs> it's Gatorade bottle. Yeah. Can we get him an ice shake? Can we get an ice shake off this guy or what, man? Yeah, yeah. yeah, one that's a lot better than that. Uh, I don't know. You're back now. You're going to be more jacked than Mojo within a week. Oh well, thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. <laughs> what's uh, what's going on with with Rob? Rob's everywhere now, huh? Yeah, he's. Uh, I was trying to get him on the show, but you know, since I have a winning record, I didn't have yeah. to. Right, that's fine. Yeah. Like you don't have a winning record, Chris. Again, you're, 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 you're like way too confident for a guy. Uh, who said you had a winning record? You have a 40, 415 win percentage. I mean, yes, that's that's beating Mojo. So I'm winning. Uh, okay, so winning record. Okay, so you're beating Mojo. Okay, it's uh, the old. It's the old. If a bear is chasing you and your friend, you don't have to outrun the bear. You just gotta outrun your friend. Okay. He's outrunning Mojo, and that's all. No, that's I know. Happening. I know, but I want Rob on. So, (laughs) we need Bobby Goons. He just got the big shout out. uh, I saw that Bobby Goons got the treatment from Rob that Chris got from Drew Rosenhaus. Really, (laughs) Rob was just praising Goons, saying he can do everything, he can fix everything. If he doesn't know how to do something, he'll figure it out. And I felt like I was watching Drew talk about Chris again. It was incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Goons deserves all the praise. He does. I mean. Right, Chris? He does. The goon's impressive, man. He drove the party bus all the way from New England to, to Dallas. So, right. Did you? Is there a chance when your brother gets into the Hall of Fame that Goons makes the introduction speech? Is there a chance? Oh, it, it, he drives the party bus there and rolls it up right next to the stage. Man, Jeez. that's gonna be guys. That's the so year good. you want to go to the Hall of Fame. Well, that and the JJ Watt year. Yeah. Uh, Look, I'm coming in hot today. I've been hearing my name thrown around with all these slanderous comments, and I have a bone to pick with you guys that I try to revisit every week, and it's just swept under the rug, and I'm just not having it. All right. We got the man, the myth, the legend, movie star, and champ Antonio Tarver on here, which is fantastic. Good to see my friend again. And uh, thank you, my God. You you guys said that the man's three and two. How come you didn't fill up his season with bullshit picks like you did mine? I'm the only <laughs> one you guys gave fake picks to while I was gone. 
which you placed me in last place, and I'm the spread master. I'm the defending champ hmm, by right. a mile. So, no, you're not going to get video I, from Mojo until we have a discussion about this. Mojo, you started this segment. You're a weekly staple. Like, Tarver just comes when he can come. That's that's the deal, you know? Yeah, He's a busy guy. else on the list? You guys aren't ghost picking for anybody but Mojo. Right. I mean, well, we're doing it for Jabba today, if that makes you feel better. Yeah, Jabba's well, not here. Jabba better submit his picks, or then he just doesn't have picks. I would rather... No, he does it via coin. Me, I would rather you make me offer on the whole months I was gone, every week, every pick, than have you give me these slanderous picks. I won't stand I, I tried to make you offer in my defense. If you look at the picks, I tried to make you offer. Right. Especially if we revisit the text where Stu Gotts blatantly said... We're just going to give him zeros and pick losers for him. And wow. you're, hey, I gave you Mike Golick Jr. one week. I mean, and he was legitimately trying to win games for you. I mean. He might have tried, but he certainly didn't succeed. <laughs> <laughs> one score. Oh, Joe, turn your camera on, buddy. We miss you. We miss that face. Yeah, why, yeah, you're lashing out at everyone. We love you. I, I don't know what's happening here. I mean. Been hostile in this in this show, you know. It's been know. Hostile, Listen, in, in case you missed it, next week you got to get Gronk and Goon, uh, Goons on. Okay, just so you know. Why do I have to? Well, because you're in last. I mean, it <laughs> <laughs> goes to my point I just made. Y'all are yeah. listening to me. <laughs> no, Carl Douglas is in last, but I mean, you know. <laughs> for now, yeah. Look, he'll get OJ. He'll get OJ on for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All I want to do, and I'm only popping on for just a second here, and then I'm going going ghost again. I just want to have a nice, pleasant drink from my ice shaker here. It keeps my drinks cold for so long. Look, the founder of the company even wrote on here, Mojo is so shredded, it makes puny Chris lightheaded. Wow. <laughs> you even wrote that, huh? You sure, that in wasn't case that suit? wasn't clear, in case none of you understand poetry, mm. what it translates to is that Mojo is way more jacked than Chris. Wow. <laughs> Plainly, you you saw it here printed on his own units from his own company. It's just the way the cookie crumbles, I'm afraid. Wow. How'd you get that? What's that? How'd you get I got my sources, I got man. I got people. Don't worry about it. I got rats in the warehouse, man. That's and uh, <laughs> unlike Creston, my people actually get it done. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> wow. Mojo, are you making picks here? Did you text them? What do you want to do here? Did you guys already make picks? No. no not yet. No. I'm making picks with you. All right. Uh, but you got to get out of here, so we'll try to get through them quickly for you, okay? All right. Let's do it. All right, Antonio Tarver is with us again. Uh, we will promote that fight night in Tampa one more time on the way out, Antonio. Uh, Tarver okay, is the leader. You. He's 3-2, and two, 600 win percentage. Uh, K-Funk <laughs> is having an incredible season. Seriously, K-Funk, tremendous. 52-37-4, 581 winning percentage. Jabba, who's not here today, we're concerned about him. We have no idea where he is. 42-47-4. Uh, uh, Chris Gronkowski, 37-52-4. Uh, Roslyn, the witch, she's two and three, um, friendly witch. Mojo is 35, 54, and four. And Carl Allegedly. Douglas. Yeah, well, listen, nothing less. So that's, that's the good news, okay? Uh, Carl Douglas is 25, 40, and two. But he's nipping at your heels, Mojo. I'd be careful, okay? I demand a recount. 
Are you eating cer- uh, cereal? What are you having there? So, glad you asked. Yeah. <laughs> I discovered yeah. that now when I have my oatmeal, mm-hmm. I just have it like cereal. I don't mm-hmm. heat it up. Just pour some uh, coconut milk on top and just eat it like that. Huh. It's actually quite nice with some protein powder, of course. Right. Chris, take notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get protein powder from. <laughs> well, thank you, Chris. Five percent nutrition, of course, Jesus because they have the best protein on the market. Lose weight, get jacked, look like me, and don't look like Chris. Five percent nutrition.com. <laughs> he set you up for that. You still slander him, man. Well, yeah, you my- were upset that we were a team last week and you did nothing but insult our teamwork last week. So <laughs> you were one four and one. I mean <laughs> Allegedly. All right, ready for the picks? Here we go. It's a divisional weekend, best weekend of football of the season. Big games. Winners move on to the championship game. We go to Kansas City first. The Chiefs are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. They are taking on the Jaguars. We're going to Antonio Tarver first. Antonio, who are you taking here? Well, you know... um... Kansas City, definitely the favorite, but the Jaguars, man, that game last week was amazing. I think they on a, they might be on a high, a natural high. I'm picking Jaguars with the upset. Uh, let's go to uh, Mojo. Mojo, who you taking here? Kansas City, minus eight and a half, taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, I'm taking the Chiefs, too, guys, purely for strategy because i got to close the gap on the champ. Uh, there's okay. still enough time for me this season. <laughs> I'm starting to think, guys, that K-Funk only brought Antonio back on so that he'd have a down week so K-Funk would take the overall lead because he's that been missing not- for weeks, <laughs> and then K-Funk's been doing bad. I think he wants to play the percentage game big here. Fight, big fights this week, and I'm supporting mm. my guy. Oh, no, you haven't supported him all these other weeks. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> if anything, you've been talking draft about Darvin this whole time. Yeah, he's such a nice guy. Right. Understand yeah, it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially I mean, with what he's capable of. Not a true words have never been said, Mojo. You're right. It's all okay if I'm stunned between appearances. It's bad, Darvin. Chris Gronkowski, who are you taking here? Chiefs minus eight and a half. Uh, I'm going. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the points here. I'll go with okay. the Jack. All right. Do we have Carl's pick? We do. Carl went with the Chiefs. <laughs> All right, he's taking the Chiefs. Uh, let's go to uh, K-Funk. K-Funk, Chiefs minus eight and a half at oh, home against the Jags before the we get to Jabba. What? If I wanted to close the gap on Tarver, I'd be taking the Chiefs, but I'm not. I'm taking the Jags and the points here. Give me the eight and a half. All right, so he's uh, taking the Jags plus My eight God. and a half. Like uh, Roy, Roy, Roy Bellamy, our producer, one of our fine producers uh, on the Dan Lebitard Show, Winston is he is flipping the coin for Java. He has a <laughs> a coin flip app, which I can't believe that that is that. Well, I I shouldn't be surprised. Doesn't it's matter. Fair. So, uh, Roy, flip it. Go ahead. Heads, right. heads is Chiefs, tails Jaguars. All right. And we are flipping the coin. The coin has landed on heads. All right, so he has the Chiefs. Jabba Chamberlain has the Chiefs. Uh, let's go to the next game. The Eagles, minus 7.5. They're at home. Take it on the Giants. We go to K-Funk first. K-Funk, who you got here? I'm going to take the Eagles here. All right, Eagles minus 7.5. We go to uh, Carl Douglas. Who does Carl have, Bill? He has the Eagles also. All right, he also has the Eagles. Let's go to Chris Gronkowski. Who are you taking here? 
can't just agree with everyone. Can you go uh, Mojo first and I'll go opposite? Good. All right. Thank you. I'm glad you said that. Go ahead, Mojo. Well, I'm going opposite Funk because I got to close the gap. There's still time for Mojo this season, despite this big conspiracy against him. Give me whoever K Funk did not say. Okay. All so right. you're taking the Giants? You're taking what? the Giants. If you took the Eagles. Giants plus seven and a half, which means Chris is probably taking the Eagles minus seven and a half, right? I'll take the Eagles. That a boy. <laughs> I like I that. Take, I want to take opposite everybody every show. No, well, that's impossible. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, it doesn't work that way. Antonio Tarver, 600 winning percentage. He only was here for one week. Tarver, who are you taking here? I'm going with the Eagles. All right, Eagles minus seven and a half. All right, we go to the coin here. Uh, Royce <laughs> filling in for Jabba. Uh, Roy, flip it. Heads is Eagles, tails is Giants. All right, the okay. coin is being flipped, and it landed on tails. All right, so uh, Jabba has the Giants. All right. Uh, we go to Bengals at Bills. Bills, minus five. That feels like a lot of points for Joe Burrow. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Tarver first. Antonio, who are you taking here? I like this. I like both teams in this one, but I, I, I got to go with Cincinnati. All right, taking the Bengals plus five. Let's go to K-Funk. K-Funk, who are you going with? I took the Bills before the season started to win the Super Bowl, so I got to stick with my guy, Josh Allen. Even though Billy Gill was bashing him, even though I'm a Dolphins fan, I like Josh Allen. I'm going to go with the Bills. All right, so uh, K-Funk, who again has a 58% winning percentage, 56. Uh, He is taking the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Who does Carl Douglas have? Carl has the Bengals. Carl has the Bengals. Uh, You want want Mojo first, Chris? No, I'll go. I'll tell you, I'm going Bills Mafia either way here, so lock me in. All right, Bills minus five. Mojo, you want to go oppo or what? Well, so Tarver took the Bengals. Funk took the Bills. And to close the gap here, I got to go opposite the champ, which is Tarver and not K-Funk. Tarver has a much higher win percentage. So I will take the Bills to go opposite the guy who's in first place, which is not Funk, but is Tarver. There is a way to protect yourself, Mojo. You should be taking every pick that Carl takes. I mean, that way he can't gain any ground on you. You know, just, just no, no, helpful advice. You know? I, mean, you know. I don't play that way. I play to yeah. win. I play for oh. keeps. You know? okay. I'm just telling you, you're I'm, not going to win. So I'm trying to I'm the defending champ. I'm the spread master. Yeah. I got to right. get my rep back off after you guys dragged it through the mud. Yeah, he'd right. probably mm-hmm. be in first if we didn't screw him, you know? Yeah. Yes. Don't get married on this show. They don't treat you well when it happens. It's not about getting married. It's about going on an eight-week honeymoon. I mean, that's really what it is. All right. Don't get married and go on an honeymoon because they'll they'll hold it against you on this show. Yeah. <laughs> this show's anti-love, really. <laughs> we are. We're doing it in the spring like a real like, I love like, show. Like, anti-love. <laughs> an eight-week <laughs> honeymoon. Can you tell them, like, Jesus, enough. I mean... No? Okay. Pretty sweet. Uh, so, Roy, heads is Bengals, tails is Bills. Go All ahead. All right. Flip Flipping the coin, and it has landed on heads. All right. So, he has the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Jabba has the Bengals. All right. We go to uh, Cowboys at 49ers. Final game of the weekend. 49ers Man. minus three and a half points at home. Antonio Tarver, who you taking? I got to go with the Cowboys. They beat right. the Bucks, so we riding with them all the way. You know how that goes. All right, going with the Cowboys. Let's go. Uh, Carl Douglas, who did he take here, Bill? 49ers. 
All right, he's got the 49ers. K-Funk, who are you going with? I'm taking the points here as well. I'm taking the Cowboys. All right, Cowboys. Chris, anything you, you need here? You want Mojo first? Nah, I'm going Cowboys here. I'll take those points. All right, you're taking the Cowboys plus three and a half. Uh, you know, Mojo, you are up, my friend. Well, I'm going to go opposite Tarver because he's the reigning champion of this season on the show, and I got to close the gap so I can still come back and win this season. K-Funk and Chris's picks are irrelevant because they're so bad at making picks, but I'm going to go opposite Tarver, who's the who's the champ of this season so far, and uh, take the Niners. Okay. Uh, Jabba, well, Roy, <laughs> do you have the coin the coin app ready? Yes, sir. All right, heads is Cowboys, tails is 49ers. Flip it. All right, the coin is being flipped, and it has landed on heads. All right, so uh, Jabba has the Cowboys. Antonio Tarver, do you want to promote Boy, Fight Night one more time on the way out here? Fight Night in Tampa. You and K-Funk going to be out there. Go ahead, promote <laughs> it, man. Yes, sir. Fight Night Tampa, man. There's tickets still available if you want reserved seating at www.tarverpromotions.com. Tickets will be available at the door. The weigh-in is tomorrow. So at 4 o'clock p.m., you get to see the guys in their skin. All these guys have trained hard. They're ready to put on a show. And uh, we got the no-white zone. It's so close. You're, you're too close for comfort. Guaranteed to get blood on you. So oh. the white, the no-white zone, <laughs> we got about 50 seats. And, man, it's so close, I'm telling you. Don't wear white. Don't wear white that night. <laughs> okay. Just wear the blood zone, right? Guaranteed to get blood on you. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> That's how you sell a fight right there. You are guaranteed wow. to get blood on you. <laughs> uh, Mojo, are you promoting anything on the way out for anybody, yourself? I mean, you promoted yeah, yeah. 17 I, things I, since we started today. I mean. I'd, I'd like to promote something, uh, Roy Bellamy over there. I'd, I'd like to promote a super fight that also is going down this weekend. Uh, Antonio Tarver is taking on K-Funk. Uh, for the championship of the God Bless Football Podcast this mm. weekend. So if you want to see two guys duke it out, K-Funk trying to claim that, you know, because he got in on more games this season, he's the champ. But Tarver's saying it's about the winner winning percentage, then I would go to www.tarverpromotions.com to get your tickets right now for this fight. And I can tell you there's 50 seats available where you will actually be able to feel the blood from K-Funk's face flat on your face in the no-white zone, we've called it. We all put our heads together, myself included. The no-white zone where you can receive K-Funk's blood on your face. Don't worry, he's getting tested before the show, so no concerns there. Also, uh, Check it out. It did not power K-Funk for this fight, so more blood to be shared. All right. Tarver, how good was that? I mean, you see what he does for you? It's unbelievable. That was nice. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, baby. Thank you, guys. <laughs> You're guaranteeing blood, right, Tarver? I mean, yes, what if sir. someone yes, doesn't sir. have blood? blood? What if they walk out and they're like, where's my blood? What happens? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you might you might have to get in the ring. You might have to get in the ring to guarantee that blood. <laughs> if you don't have blood on you, you can get in the ring and get punched in the face. That's it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Antonio, yes, we sir. appreciate it. Gentlemen, it's always hey, fun. You guys. Uh, all right, someone Thank find you. uh someone find Jabba, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. God bless God. football, all fellas. Right, guys. You know Baselli this week? Oh yeah. 
Hold on, that's a good <laughs> point. Oh, hopefully you didn't text me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> hey, Stu, when are we? When are we eating? <laughs> I'm at the restaurant. Is it under your name or? <laughs> I want to leave this in. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> Why do I make these commitments? Promise too many people to me, man. I'm supposed to be in nine places this weekend, and all I want to do is stay home. The funny thing about these promises is, like, almost all of them, the people are fine. Like, if you're there or not, it's not like a huge thing. Like. It becomes whatever, like, it's not necessary, and then you don't, after, like, I, I guarantee 99.9% .9 I'll be there, and then, like, okay. Yeah. Billy, I gotta stop doing it, or if I do it, can you take it out? Like, <laughs> what, do you what do you guys think? Uh, yeah, because it's the audience that has the problem, not the person you're promising to show up for. How do you think our world would have been different if we would have actually gone to Gronk's house for that Super Bowl party last year? Well, I don't think we'd be here today. <laughs> oh, man. Do you think uh, Chris is going to get Bobby Goons and, and Rob next week? Uh, I think it, no. Okay. It, didn't seem, it didn't seem like a yes. No. Well, it seemed like Super Bowl week would have been a challenge. It seems like next week is, is more doable, but... Uh... We'll see what happens here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by the way, if uh, if you miss Chris Sims, he will join us. Uh, we'll do a separate episode with Sims, and we'll break down all the games coming up this week because uh, he's a lot better at it than we are. Yeah. And maybe Tony Baselli if he texted you. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, yeah. Billy, leave it out. Oh, Stu, guys. <laughs> I'm supposed to have dinner with him at a Kansas City Steakhouse. <laughs> Go to the game. It's cold there. Stu, guys, I have news for you. What? I, uh, we, we joked about it uh, earlier this week or last week. I don't even remember when we did it. Uh, we yeah. were talking about how we should get Doug Marone on to be our Jags insider. You reached uh, out to him? It seems like this should be the week to do that just because it's unlikely that that'll continue next week. If, like, I don't I don't know that they're going to beat the Chiefs. But right. well, I listen, didn't. I'm telling you right now, they beat the Chiefs, go to the AFC Championship. They go, I go. How about that? Stop it! <laughs> what happened there? I didn't reach out to Doug Marone, but I did uh, put in an official request for our Giants insider. Uh, well, hopeful Giants insider Dave Gettleman. So no let's way. see how that goes. Oh, wow. Gettleman, you put a request in for David Gettleman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the way that I phrased it, because I know he's probably getting things, was we want to talk to David Gettleman about the NFL playoffs and celebrate him getting the Daniel Jones pick right. Excellent. I, I, listen, he awesome. should be celebrated. If there's yeah. a parade in New York because the Giants win the Super Bowl, Gettleman should be a part of it. And he should mm -hmm. get a ring. I mean, yep. you all agree you. on that? Mm -hmm. You got the piece. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone's giving Dable credit. My buddy Joe Schoen. Schoen did take <laughs> Daniel Jones, but he did take Josh Allen in Buffalo. I mean, so <laughs> he's pretty good at this. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Isn't so he, what are we doing he, with Gettleman? They get back to you? No, mm -hmm. not yet. Doesn't he pronounce it Shane? Yeah, I don't know why I keep doing that. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, weird. Maybe, maybe not buddies after all. Uh, we're not. I've never met him. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he supposed to join us too? Oh. I was supposed to play golf with him. <laughs>
A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975 and we still haven't settled it. Oh, 1975, what a time. We're a couple years removed from landing on the moon. I bet in the next three to five years, we're going to have someone on Mars. And what is this, a personal computer? Oh, this is so complicated. Thankfully, Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller Time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs and premium regular beer. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.